Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Business Bros. I got a very important guest on the show today. I know a lot of you guys, especially in the small business space, are going through some financial issues here. Uh, and your businesses might be suffering, so you might need an infusion of cash to get through these hard times. And so I reached out to uh, American Profit Consulting, specifically Humberto. He's also one of our uh, pipeline insurance agents to find out more about these different financing options that are available to you guys. So without further ado, Humberto, welcome to the program again, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for reaching out. So dude, times are tough. People are looking for funds. I mean, we always talk about how the, the time to get financing for your company is when you don't need it, but not everybody listens and now everybody needs it. Tell me a little bit about what's going on, what you, what you got here. You hit the nail on the head. That's a conversation I've been having for the last couple of weeks uh, is it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. I think a lot of times business owners are just so busy running and gunning, making money when times are good that you know, the, the thought of sitting down and putting together paperwork and digging up tax returns and you know, all the hoops that you know, banks and lenders make business owners jump through is just too much. You know? And so they think, oh, later, and you know, later turns into a week, turns into a month, turns into six months, a year. And uh, when something like this unexpected happens, you know, they kind of take it in the shorts because they're not prepared, unfortunately. Uh, and you know, the conversation that I've had, I had, I had this, this conversation probably a month ago with a, a brewery client of mine. And I said, uh, you know, they're just kind of changing their model a little bit. They're going from tap room to distribution. And of course that turns into, you know, invoicing clients and collecting 30 days later. I said, Hey, you know, why don't you get a line of credit in place? And he said, ah, oh, you know, I'll, I'll think about it. I said, I told him the same thing. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. You never know. Things change all the time. Industries change, laws change economies change, algorithms change, you know, business is always moving, you know, it's always evolving. And so it's better to be prepared and get it when you don't need it, because that's typically what business owners think. They'll think, well, business is good. You know, we're doing well, we don't need it, but that's when you look the best on paper at the bank. Right. And so it's better to, at that point, go out and secure some, some credit lines so that if things do change and it affects your business negatively, then then that's when business owners you know, start to think about credit and they start scrambling. And then when we present them at the bank, then we have to justify why there's a downturn, right? And so a lot of times, unfortunately, they'll go to the bank and they'll get uh, declined because now trends are looking negatively because now they're actually thinking about it and they're needing it because something happened negatively in their business. And so sometimes that's a reason for declination is because numbers are, have, are showing a uh, downward trend. So 
yeah, man. I mean, absolutely. You know, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it for sure. But now we're in a spot where, oh shit, like things, you know, it, it's hitting the fan now. What are we going to do? And so people are, are in panic mode. And of course, the hindsight is always one of those things where like, see, I told you, see, I told you. But now we're in a situation where, okay, you told me, but what can I do now? What, yeah. can, I, what can I do now to fix it? So man, you know, there's a lot of scary things happening. You know, we've never seen anything like this before where, you know, first it was the NBA and then, you know, yesterday it's, you know, two weeks ago is NBA. This week it's your favorite bars, restaurants, breweries, wineries, you know? And so it's starting to become a little more personal. You're starting to feel the impact more in your day to day. What, you know, you go online, let's say, and you, you, you see posts of, you know, empty aisles at the grocery store and stuff like that. And so during all this kind of scary times, you know, um, you know, uncharted waters for sure. There's also a lot of really great things that are happening, you know, uh, in all the scariness because, you know, and I think that's what I love about the human spirit and humanity and society in general is when something like this happens, you know, everybody really comes together and they try to figure out how to help one another. Right. So for example, the best example, I'm sure most people know about this already is that, uh, Trump's administration is putting together a stimulus package. Part of that is going to be $50 billion that's getting pumped into the SBA for a disaster relief loan. Uh, it's going to be 3.25 to 4% interest. It's straight through the SBA. You don't go to a bank for this. Uh, we are helping business owners who have called us and they go, hey, I don't understand how to do this application. Will you do it for me? Uh, I'll pay you a fee. And we said, of course, you're happy to do that. And so obviously, us, American Profit Consulting as a business, we have to evolve a little bit and figure out, you know, what the market is, is what's going on in the market, what's going on in the economy, and, and obviously evolve as a business ourselves. But there's tons of different programs that are coming out. For example, the SBA. Uh, the other example would be Cal Southern, which is a nonprofit organization that acts very similar to the SBA. In my opinion, sometimes they're easier to deal with, uh, but they are, and I can't say this officially, but they are meeting today and what they're trying to do is to pass a program where they're going to guarantee a very large portion of the loan for the bank, right? And so uh, that's great. Uh, I got a text message yesterday that the South County EDC is writing $5,000 zero interest loans to restaurants in the South Bay that were affected because of the shutdowns, which is phenomenal, you know, no interest. Of course, Though you do have to be in a position where this is another conversation I've been having with everybody is, you know, you need to still be credit worthy, right? These are loans. They're not grants. And so obviously when the South County EDC is writing out a $5,000 check, they're going to, if they have a limited, uh, limited funds, which they do, I think there's only 50 of these loans that are going to be available. They're going to choose the most credit worthy businesses and business owners, right? Because obviously they're expecting to be paid back. The SBA is the same thing. You know, it's a, it's a loan with, you know, although, albeit low interest, they're still expected to get pat, paid back principal and interest, right? So that's something else that, that uh, is, hey, what do we do next? I've been making videos on, for a, a YouTube channel that I kind of um, let go stagnant. You know, I just kind of ignored it. But I realized that with all the information that is happening every day, it's changing so dramatically. For the last three days in a row, I've, I've posted a, a 10 to 15 minute video on what's happened during that day, just because I feel like a sense of responsibility that if I know these things, everybody else should. So I'm trying to do my best to be in front of the camera more often, to uh, post more on social media and update everybody on what's going on, right? All this really started with 
uh, obviously in reaction to the virus, right? But really things really started changing since I would say Sunday afternoon when the Fed cut the rate down to 0% and then everybody is reacting in a different way, right? Some lenders are just basically shutting down and going into damage control. They're not writing any loans until May 1st. And they're just trying to figure out how they can either defer payments or figure out how they can help their, you know, their, their, their clients uh, continue to make their payments. Some lenders are getting really aggressive, but only in specific industries, right? Uh, and then some lenders are business as usual. And so everybody's kind of reacting a little bit differently. But what I guess excites me is that there are programs for uh, business owners that are being you know, affected negatively with what's going on, right? Uh, another one is Acción, which is a nonprofit micro lender. They're in the process, again, I can't say this officially, but they're in the process of writing a, their own like uh, disaster relief loan. So there's, there are a lot of options. Even if your business has been shut down, even if you know, things are looking really uh, you know, bad, <laughs> uh, uh, there's a lot of options still out there for business owners, for sure. So let's get into some specifics because I know there's going to be people on here that are going to be thinking, okay, well, I'm a small business. What do I need to do to get access to these funds? Um, and there's going to be different kinds. I, I mean, I know people who are, you know, they, they own like a, a jujitsu gym or, or people who have, you know, small breweries that are, that are closed down or people uh, as something as small as like a, a real estate office. Like, you know, what, what does somebody need to do to even find out whether or not they qualify or what they can get access? to so you know that's a that's a tricky question because there's uh, there's so many different options right uh, the four that I've mentioned thus far are uh, the SBA disaster relief program you just google it SBA disaster loan uh, there's the, the the Cal Southern program which is again a nonprofit that guarantees these loans there's Axion who does who's a micro lender who does loans up to a hundred thousand they're coming out with this new program so it's hard to say that because, man, every day there's new information that comes out, right? Um, if you'd like, and this isn't me trying to throw a plug in, but you can check out my YouTube videos. Literally every single day I'm going to post what's changed and give you an idea of where to go for that information. But it's just kind of tricky because there's so many different things that are coming out. South County ADC came out with this yesterday. I got a text message from a banker in, in Chula Vista. And I try to reach out to them. I haven't got a phone call back. I'm sure they've been slammed with phone calls and I'm trying to get more information on this. Um, but there's, you know, there's just so many options out there right now. And I, my hope is that people don't just throw in the towel, but that they get proactive and they start looking for, you know, what does my business qualify for? Right. Because there's money out there for sure. You know, just with Trump's administration dumping $50 billion. I mean, that's huge. And then it, it seems like everybody else is again, reacting differently. But there is there. I guess the moral of my story, my rant here, is that there are a lot of options for sure. Still. So what what type of stuff should I get together? Should I should I be pulling my bank statements? Um, yeah. Should I be pulling my leases? Like what information do I need to get as a small business owner to get myself in a position where I can I can take advantage of this stuff, whatever the program is? I would prepare at least six months of most recent bank statements, uh, at least the most recent tax return. So if that's 2018, great. If, if you've done 2019, even better. If you haven't done 2019, get 2018's personal and business tax returns together. And for 2019, in lieu of filed tax returns, get together your 2019 year-end profit and loss and balance sheet. At least that. Some banks are going to require two to three years of tax returns, but at least that will get you in a position where you can respond 
and uh, you know, and and be able to to act quickly. Cool, because that's that's going to be a big thing. Um, do do I just go straight to the bank? Do I go straight to these websites? Do I do I hit you up? Like, how does it? How does the process work? You know, completely up to you, up to you, up to you or wh- whoever's listening. Um, obviously, the banks are going to be there to help, but they ha- they you know they they're slammed. You know, I I've been talking to my banker buddies, and you know, most of them are working on service, right? Because either, either there isn't, here's what's, here's what it's, and I hate to say this, but it just really depends, right? Because everybody's reacting differently. Some banks are more streamlined than others where they're still taking lending and loans and other banks are like, nope, we're putting a complete pause to everything. We're trying to figure this out ourselves. So it just really depends, right? But you can, I would start probably with your current bank and your current banker and see what they say. If you're, if you're not getting the answers that you want, feel free to reach out to us. You know, this is what we do for a living, you know, as we help business owners navigate the lending, um, I guess the lending criteria, the lending, their loan application for sure. But even in today's like economy, it's like a new, it's almost like a brand new economy, like a new, uh, new era of lending where everything has moving pieces and everything's changing. Uh, we're happy to help, you know, we're still doing free consultations. I don't charge for that at all. Uh, but of course, if they would like to hire us, then we take on, you know, and we navigate the entire process from front to back. Uh, we have, I have, in the last two and a half years that I've been in business, we have a hundred percent success rate and getting business owners money just because I was in banking, right? I guess we have, we didn't start with that, but my background is in banking. I was in banking for 14 and a half years. Um, and so because of that, man, I, I just, I have a unique insider's understanding of what's going on. Like I know what banks want to see. I know what they want to hear. Uh, I know how to position things so that they get approved. I know how to talk to underers. I mean, I talk the language, you know what I mean? Uh, I know how to negotiate things that most people don't know are negotiable. So a lot of times, I would say probably 99% of the time, we save our business owners more money than what our fee is. You know, so it's like a no cost to them. The other thing is, and this is absolutely true, is that most of the time, my files get priority because I am a broker. Right. And so let's say, for example, Hernan, you and I both walk into the bank and we both walk in with the same file. Let's say it's your file. Right. I would say probably 99% of the time I'm going to get better pricing and my files, my file that I submit is going to have priority because banks and lenders want to want to impress brokers so that I bring them more business later that year. Right. Versus a, 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 another client that walks in, they probably won't be back for a loan for another you know, five years or something like that or more. Who knows? But um, absolutely, I mean, I would, again, to answer your question, I would probably start with your local bank and figure out what they're doing, you know, if they're being proactive or reactive. And if not, reach out to me, you know, and I'd be happy to point in the right direction. What are, what are, uh, what have you been seeing as far as funding times? Cause you know, we got rents coming up due, we got payrolls coming up due. Um, and so, you know, some of the things are like, okay, well, if I apply to this, how, how quick is, is the money going to even come in? And what happens if I can't afford to make my rent or my payroll? Is that going to affect my, my loan, uh, my ability to, to get a loan? Yeah. Great question. So there are really, from my perspective now, you know, when you're in banking, you think that that's all there is, you know, traditional lines of credit and term loans and equipment, et cetera. But from my perspective now, there are really three different types of commercial loans, right? So type one, let's call it, is anything that's federally regulated. So the traditional stuff, right? So again, because it's federally regulated, they are harder to qualify for. They take the most amount of paperwork 
and there are um, um, they take the long it's the longest turnaround time. But if you have the time, if you have the paperwork, if you have the patience for it, it's the best pricing, right? You're never going to beat, for example, a Chase or Wells Fargo interest rate because they 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 borrow so much money, they buy so much money at, at a at a at a massive amount that their pricing is going to be the best, right? Within that category one, there are really three subcategories. There are national banks, regional banks, and then community banks. And all banks make money from one of two ways, either interest income or fee income, right? So the larger banks, they make most of their money from fees. So for example, if Chase Bank were to change their ATM withdrawal fee by a dollar and their monthly service fee by an increase of $3, and their overdraft fee by an increase of $4. Well, because of the sheer number of clients that they have, it would impact their bottom line immediately, right? And so because of that, they make so much money from fees that their credit box or the credit criteria is more black and white than a community bank's, right? Community banks, their main source of income is interest. They're interest income banks. And so they're easier, in my opinion, to navigate. Uh, they're more business friendly. Uh, they're a little more expensive because they don't have the buying power that a Chase and Wells Fargo Bank of America has, but they will play within the gray area more than the, the larger banks, right? So that's category one. Category two is the alternative money world. And it's like the wild, wild west. You know, everybody does things a little bit differently. And that's because it's, they're not federally regulated, right? These guys are working from off of investors monies or even mutual fund monies or hedge fund money. And basically, they're promising a return to the investor. And then obviously, they go out and, and lend it out for, at a margin. But that money is more expensive, but it's much faster turnaround, uh, much simpler to, to apply for, minimal paperwork, if any. Uh, but you're going to pay for it, obviously, right? It's a little more expensive. Um, and then I guess the third category would be like person-to-person -person or hard, hard money, as they call it. Uh, and that's a whole different story, right? But when we're talking about turnaround times and emergency money, you're going to have to get creative because banks are being inundated, not just with new accounts and new loans, but with service. Everybody's panicking, they're calling, you know, so that now as a banker, you have to manage all the service requests and then all the new uh, loan requests. And so that's just going to take even longer now, right? Uh, the alternative money world serves its purpose. It's more expensive money but it can work as a bridge if you have an exit strategy, right? So many times, most of the clients that come to us have been declined already by their bank and maybe a, a, another bank or two, right? And they'll come to us and, and perfect example, I have uh, some really good, they become really great friends of mine. Last year, I had, I had a company call me from Chula Vista. I've uh, been in business 12 years, have never had a line of credit. They got declined by Chase, US Bank and Union Bank. Union Bank was their primary bank. And what we do as a service is we identify the reason why they were declined, fix the reason why they got declined, and then help them find traditional long-term financing. But a lot of times they have emergencies, right? So they came to us and they said, hey, I have to make payroll next by next Friday. Well, I can't go to category one money because that's going to take 30 to 45 days, right? So what we had to do is we had to go and get some expensive category one month, category two money, say, right? Alternative money. They made payroll. Uh, they got a small line of credit. We fixed the reason why they're getting declined. And now just recently we've, we funded them at 7% interest for a piece of equipment where they were paying 19, 20% interest. Does that make sense? So yeah, it's huge savings. It's, it's all, oh yeah, dude, they went from 
they were they were renting their equipment and literally they were paying over eight thousand dollars a month to buying the equipment and combined their their monthly payments were like nineteen hundred dollars so that put six thousand dollars a month back into their cash flow right right back to their bottom line and now they own the equipment and they can depreciate it and there's tax privileges dude i can go on and on but my point is is it really depends on the it's case by case depends on the person depends on the business depends on how fast they need the money uh, industries right now are taking big hits. You know, some lenders have sent me emails that say, Humberto, as of today, we are no longer funding restaurants and transportation and, you know, uh, venues and X, Y, and Z. So, it, dude, it's so case by case. It, it, I hate to say that, but it really is. Dude, it's a lot of information, but uh, very useful. So, tell me a little bit about how to get a hold of you how to, where to find your YouTube channel. So as these things are changing consistently, we, we stay up to date with more and more information. Yeah, it's wild how fast things are changing every day. But uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at American Profit Consulting, uh, on YouTube at American Profit Consulting. And then I have a Twitter at uh, the underscore bank whisperer. I had a client call me the bank whisperer once and so I thought that was kind of clever. That's cool. Uh, yeah, uh, but yep, you can find me there. I also have a podcast that I launched recently uh, I've kind of put that on hold truthfully because I've been so inundated and busy with trying to figure out what's going on in, in the world of finance these days, but it's called straight out of cash flow, and you can find it on Spotify and other. Uh, Love it. That's a great name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I named it that because I think most people think that entrepreneurialism is, you know, uh, Lambos and mansions and, and jet airplanes, you know, and it's not, you know, it's tough. Business is hard, man. You know, you're risking a lot by going into business for yourself. And uh, sometimes, you know, you're out of cash flow. So I named it straight out of cash flow. I love it. I love it, man. Well, hey, dude, thanks. Thanks for coming on and uh, and sharing. I'm, uh, I'm sad we couldn't do the Facebook Live, but I'm about to uh, take this video, post it on there and uh, do a watch party. Yeah, let me give you my personal cell number. It's 619-200-0351. Our office is in Imperial Beach. We're at 1340 Imperial Beach Boulevard, Suite 200. Uh, Imperial Beach, California, of course, 91932. Our office line is 619-836-0267. But you can email me, uh, oh, email is H, H, easiest one is info at American Profit Consulting. And I don't mind you texting me, emailing me and calling me, whatever. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm here to help for sure. Cool. All right, dude. Well, thanks a lot. And hopefully if anybody else has any questions, uh, I'm gonna tag you in the Facebook post and uh, we'll see what questions we come up there also. So thanks a lot, Roberto. Thanks for helping out and uh, make sure you guys, if you guys have any questions, American Profit Consulting. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.